This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I do have a merch store or two, and I don't generally push my merch because I don't feel comfortable hitting you guys up for money. But if you're listening to me on anything resembling a regular basis, you probably laugh at the same things I do. You probably think a lot of the same things I do. So why don't you go check out HorribleDesigns.com. They have assorted merchandise with funny comments on it, funny t-shirts, funny mouse pads, funny coffee cups, and then some stuff that maybe not necessarily so funny, but is definitely relevant, whether it's a social opinion, an economic opinion, a stance on you know things like veganism or whether or not you need essential oils in your life. So yeah, anyway, that's my little plug. I have some of their shirts. They're comfortable. They're cool. I like them. HorribleDesigns.com. Go check it out. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Uh, To start out the episode, as usual, I want to give a quick shout out to the supporters, uh, Josh, Jake, B-Word, and Iceman through Patreon, and Miss Aaron through Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, you know, thanks, you guys. I really appreciate it. Like I said, um, I just hope you enjoy the show enough to feel like it's it's worth it. And if you want to join the Patreon, you can do that. All the links are on the website. If this is your first time here, welcome. I hope you enjoy the show. Why not join the Discord? Hop in there. Let me know that you're new, that you're there. Tell me how you found the show, all that good stuff. Uh, you know, be, be part of the community. Be involved. Have a, Have a chat with us. So anyway, the thing that's been on my mind uh, recently, I was giving this a lot of thought. And if you're new here, there's plenty of other instances. You can go back to the back catalog and listen and find out where I stand on a lot of things. But one of the things I've talked about a lot is the simple fact that people don't seem to be getting any smarter. And I keep seeing things going on here, and some of it makes me question Like, seriously, how fucking dumb do you have to be? And I've done plenty of episodes where I'm going off on that particular tangent. And here's going to be another one, because uh, the FDA recently felt the need to to put out a statement telling people not to do the TikTok trend of cooking chicken breasts in NyQuil. Now, and they're calling it sleepy time chicken, according to this TikTok. Now, you got to wonder... It probably started out, they're calling it Sleepy Time Challenge or NyQuil Challenge or whatever. It's fucking ridiculous. And it probably started out as a joke. That's the thing that concerns me. Now, the fact that a government agency is taking it seriously enough that they felt the need to issue a statement telling people not to do this dumb shit, 
that concerns me too, because that means the people running the show are also fucking idiots. But the fact of the matter is, there's enough idiots out there that are probably seeing this and going, well, I can do that too. I'm going to get a TikTok and I'm going to get views and da 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 da. And not realizing it probably started out as a joke or a sketch of some sort because it's not in any way, shape, or form good for you. It's not healthy. It's not going to taste good. So there's really no reason to fucking do it. It's just people being stupid. And when you cook medicine, you change its chemical properties. That's basic chemistry. And I don't know the specifics because I've never really messed with it because I'm not a fucking idiot. But I'm sure cooking NyQuil on a stove is going to release fumes you probably shouldn't be fucking inhaling. And the quantity of NyQuil it would take to stain your chicken blue and cook it is going to be way more than the recommended dosage. This is medicine. It's not like it's food coloring and water, which is what they probably used in the original video that started all this dumb shit. But it realistically, it goes back to what I've been saying for a very long time. Let's just take the warning labels off everything and let nature run its course. These people really need, we should just let them do the dumb shit that's going to kill them. It would be doing society a favor at this point because we are living basically in the premise behind idiocracy at this point. Stupid motherfuckers are not suffering the consequences of stupid motherfuckery and they're living and they're reproducing and they're impacting the rest of the world. The median IQ, the median common sense is just gone through the floor. It's in the basement at this point. So why are we telling people not to do this? If you're one of the people that thinks this is a good idea that you should be cooking ni chicken and NyQuil for, for likes on a fucking social media platform, maybe you should be poisoning yourself, you know? And at this point, I can't even say it's accidentally more. This shit is encouraged and pushed by the current popular thought and is becoming a social norm because being stupid is apparently the new thing to do. And if you look at it, it's like without going too deeply off the into the tinfoil hat territory, it can't be accidental. It's it's being pushed. It's what's being fed to us. It's these are the things that get the likes and the traction because those are the things that the logarithms show you and it's it's kind of ridiculous. And it goes much deeper than that too where with the renaming everything and rebranding things and they're trickle feeding us little bits of information that are going to lead to things we're really we're really not going to like and more and more i find myself listening to and leaning into the conspiracy theory side of things because it's happening i mean they've been proven right more and more again so this massive general stupidity just seems very sinister if you like me and you step back and look at these things and the general acceptance of it and the fact that these kind of things are trending. But then, and this is where things get dangerous, where you're going to go down a rabbit hole and you're going to start looking at things and you start getting into tinfoil hat territory. You start looking at all the other things that are going on. General stupidity and things that are dumb and dangerous and a lack of critical thinking is encouraged and pushed on population. Then you look at the basically the state of affairs in the rest of the world and it's in a bigger shit show than it has been in a long time. And I'm not one of those people that romanticizes the past and it's like, oh, things used to be so much better. But in a lot of ways, a lot of things were better and things were not nearly as fucked up as they are at the moment. And you have all these other things going on when they're feeding you little bits and pieces of information a little bit at a time. And 
you know, the same guys that I used to admittedly talk shit about because, they're all, you know, you're making connections that aren't there and yada, yada, yada. But in a bigger context, looking at things on a bigger scale, it's like, okay, they're gradually changing the definitions and the way they talk about things like UFOs. In my mind, they're always going to be UFOs because they're objects. They're things that exist, and they're saying that they're, you know, un- unidentified aerial phenomenon. Well, no, you've already admitted it's an object. Ch- changing the word to phenomenon doesn't change it unless you're trying to make it more unsettling. And they, you know, the unexplored depths of the ocean and they're feeding us little bits and pieces of information and it makes it seem like, yeah, they know something they're not, they haven't been telling us and they're not ready to tell us yet. And honestly, I don't blame them because on the one hand, I think, you know, humanity as a whole is kind of too stupid to deal with things like that. I can kind of understand why if there were aliens out there, they wouldn't want the general population to know they exist because look at the general population. They're eating fucking NyQuil chicken. But on the other side of that coin, you look at more mundane things that were still being spoon-fed little bits at a time, and you listen to people that are actual experts on things, people that know what they're talking about, things like finances and economics and science and things like that, and even certain to a certain extent, like I honestly, if you have a like humanities degree or any of that other shit. Yeah, I probably don't respect your opinion. I don't care if you're a doctor with a liberal arts field of study, you know, just shut the fuck up and make my coffee. But we've got supposedly intelligent people who will go on ad nauseum about how much smarter they are than most people who can't define, you know, what organs they have or what a woman is or They want to try and tell you that men can have children and blah, blah, blah. And there's a big difference between identity and biology. And I'm not going to argue with you. If you have a problem with me feeling that way about things, that's fine. You know, you don't have to listen. But ultimately, there's physical biology and there's your identity. And the two are not necessarily connected. But you can't tell me that they are. So, you know, suck it up. Deal with it. Too bad. And they just keep pushing all this divisive crap and feeding us all this bullshit and expecting people to go along with it. And by and wide, a lot of people do. I mean, they buy into the whole us versus them. You you must hate me because you don't agree with me and all this other horse shit. And it's just, it's frustrating. I get so tired of seeing it. And I get so tired of having it in my face that there are people out there that are actually that fucking dumb. And there seem to be more of them, not less. And... So it gets to the point where we have these people that at one time would have been, you know, shadowy cabals of doing things quietly in the background that are telling us that we're going to have to save the planet by switching to eating bugs for protein and we're going to own nothing and we'll be happier for it. And there are actually morons out here just lauding these ideas like, yeah, this is great. It sounds fantastic that I'm going to be voluntarily entering myself into a subservient slave class to these people who are going to control everything. No one will actually own anything, but there there are still going to be people that are making the rules, making the decisions, making the policies. Those are the people with the actual power. Those are the people that actually own fucking everything. And we have people out here singing how great this is going to be, and they're carrying on about how it's going to be you know, more fair because... It's not fair that some people work hard and are successful and are rewarded for their hard work. Meanwhile, they can't sit around and do fucking nothing and have a good life. 
and they don't think that's fair. It's, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, I've said it before, memes that are supposed to convey complex ideas in simple little bites so people can absorb them better. And this, like, meme culture that is how people communicate nowadays, it's that people don't have conversations, they have meme meme flame wars, and they ha- they're expressing other people's opinions because they feel like they identify with them or something, because they don't have f- the functional capability to have an original fucking thought. And things like this stupid NyQuil chicken thing, and, you know, well, you go back a little further, the Tide Pod shit, that started out as a joke. It wasn't started out that people actually thought Tide Pods were candy. It came up because, yes, to little kids, they look like some sort of gummy jelly candy, and little kids were the ones that those warnings were put on the containers for. Not for the fucking stupid teenagers that decided it would be funny to make a joke on social media. And then following that, the even stupider fucking teenagers who actually ate the fucking things and poisoned themselves. And there weren't a ton of cases. I mean, it got way overhyped by the media. Like, oh my god, kids are eating Tide Pods. What's going on with this generation? But, frankly, there are a lot of these motherfuckers that, realistically, we should be letting them take themselves out of the equation. I don't really think it would be that horrendous. I actually have some faith for the future because, as I've referenced before, my kid and some of his friends seem to have pretty decent heads on the show. They think this shit's just as dumb as I do. So we keep the ones like that around, the ones that kind of understand and appreciate the old school ways because they realize the new school ways lead to fucking idiots that eat chicken cooked in cough syrup. I, I, I'm, I, I just, I can't, you know, I can't wrap my head around it. And not only is that a slap in the face to anybody who's in my profession as a chef, but what the, how fucking dumb do you have to be? Seriously. I mean, the bottle says do not take more than this much in a certain amount of time, and you're going to dump a whole fucking bottle on a chicken breast and reduce it and thicken it and strengthen it and change the chemical makeup of it by applying heat to it to cook the chicken to a safe temperature to kill off the bacteria, and then you're going to fucking eat it? If you're going to do all that shit, you deserve whatever you fucking get. That's ignoring warning labels on the bottle just to do some dumb shit you saw somebody do on TikTok. And... I mean, maybe I'm a little old-fashioned, but when all the social media platforms with the little vines and TikToks and reels and all the other assorted, now they got YouTube shorts, all these little 30-second clips, I guess this is maybe I'm having a get-off-my-lawn old man man Aaron moment, but seriously, when people weren't trying to come up with 30-second ways to get famous... When people weren't defining their own worth by the number of strangers that clicked on a thumbs up or a heart or whatever on some fucking stupid thing they did, we were in a better place. And, you know, we were, and we had a different attitude. People actually had a concept that they weren't going to get that instant gratification. They weren't going to automatically get famous over doing some other dumb shit somebody else did previously and did better. There's not a whole lot of fucking originality floating around. You can find 37 videos that you could overlay them on each other, and they wouldn't really notice a lot of differences other than some of the people are going to be uglier than others. Some are going to be fatter. Some are going to be better looking. Some are, some are going to be just fucking no. They're going to be terrible. And so we, But we have this mentality where and pe- people, it's, it's like a physical addiction. It's a, it's a psychological addiction for sure, and it's sad. It's, it goes back to the thing I'm always talking about when I think of most of the controversies and most of the bullshit and all the unnecessary drama that we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis because people don't have 
anything real or significant or meaningful to fill up their time and to fill up their days. It's symptomatic of deeper issues, I think. And like I keep saying, part of me feels like it may be something nefarious. This is being fostered. This is not accidental. We don't get to places like this by mistake because the the amount of factors that involve these things, the companies that make these platforms, that make these things trend, it's not done accidentally. I mean, it's not like even five years ago when going viral, there had to be something behind it before it went viral. It was things got passed around, things got emailed, things got sent links on you know so different social media platforms to these videos. Now we have entire platforms that are controlled by the companies that own them, which is you know, kind of how capitalism works, and I get that, that they decide what you're going to see. It's not that you're deciding it because a friend of yours sent it to you and all of a sudden it blows up and it keeps getting passed around organically, but they have formulas that show you things that are similar to other things you have interacted with or really liked or reacted with. And... I know it's the case because, like, a lot of my stuff I have interacted with on social media is not things I like. It's things that irritate me, and my interactions with them have been me responding, and, and they're still interactions. But after interacting with those things, more things of that ilk that frustrate me start sh- sh- populating my different timelines and my different social media platforms. So it's just kind of proof that there is a formula there that's showing you those things for a reason, and that's because the social media companies... They make their money by keeping your eyes on their app, making sure you use their app. That's why they deprioritize links that take you away from their platform. Facebook does it. TikTok does it. Instagram does it. Twitter does it. All of them. Anything that takes you away from having your eyes on their service is deprioritized. And you're not as likely to see it unless you directly go to it or intentionally are looking for it. And that's across the board. because. These are all things, and people talk about, oh, well, it's free, and it's being provided, and it's a service. And it's something that's been said by people smarter than me that if you can't figure out what a company is selling within the first five minutes of dealing with it, you are what they're selling. They are selling your attention. They are marketing your eyeballs to other companies. That's how they pay for this shit. They're not doing it out of some sense of altruism. It's not paid for by taxes. It's not a public platform funded by the government. These are all private entities that are doing it to make money. Now, granted, these days it's kind of looking like these companies are working hand-in-hand with governments to be as, not necessarily an arm of the government, but kind of, you know, population management, controlling people, making sure certain ideas are more publicly received and more publicly acknowledged than other ideas, or outright silencing dissent, which is really goes against the American way of life and very problematic. But that's just me as someone who was born here and believes in individual rights and freedoms and responsibilities. I have a problem with that. Maybe maybe people in other countries that are used to having all their decisions made for them are okay with that. But you know, I'm really not. But in the society we live in, in the culture we live in, social media is a part of that. And if you want to do anything effectively outside of your immediate circle, you kind of have to be involved in these platforms. So... I think part of it is people, some people are capable of looking at things with a more jaded eye, like myself and like a lot of other people out there. And 
a lot of them are a lot less bothered by the labels of, you know, things like conspiracy theorist or nutball or whatever. And a lot of people have gotten to the point where they're not hanging their self-worth on other people's opinions. Unfortunately, a whole lot more people are, and they are hooked on that dopamine fix. They are waiting for that next like that next click. They don't necessarily care why they're getting it. If it's for something good, they care that the why is no longer important. It's just the end result that they care about. The ends justify the means. It doesn't matter if you do something horribly stupid if you get 10,000 people to click like on it. And so I usually try and you know end these things with some sort of kind of positive message, call to action sort of thing. If you're new here, this is just kind of how I tend to wrap up my shows. And this is a shorter one, but it's just been that kind of week. And the the thing I'm thinking at this point is, how do we do something about this? Because it's not realistic to say, well, we're just going to walk away from social media. I mean, there are some people that do that. And there are, yeah, there are people like out in compounds in the woods in the middle of nowhere that are completely off the grid and completely unaffected by this bullshit. But they're in a very significant minority, and unfortunately, their disconnecting from these things really don't have an impact on the greater global scale of things. So if we want to improve the situation, we want to improve everybody's lot in life, we want to make everybody's lives a little better. One of the things I've been thinking, and I try and push positive action, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily a positive person. I can be pretty friggin' negative. I can be cynical. I can be bitter. I can be jaded. I can be downright fucking mean. And, uh... Yeah, I'm not sorry about it. I'm not apologetic. I am who I am. I own it. I own the consequences of my actions. I own the consequences. I take responsibility for what I do. I don't blame other people for the way I am. I just am the way I am. Okay. But but I digress. The thing I'm thinking is, when it comes to how can we kind of combat this on a small scale, we're, we're, there's no real way to make these huge sweeping changes. It's... Every time there's, oh, well, we have a problem with this. We have a problem with that. Unless you're like Elon Musk and you got enough money where you can try and leverage some honesty into some of these providers, you're not going to do anything on a big scale. So you got to start thinking and acting on a small scale. So what we do is the random people you encounter in your day-to-day. I mean, I I always feel kind of goofy saying, oh, well, just go out there and do random acts of kindness. But people you interact with on a regular basis, give them that dopamine hit in the real world. Show them that there's something more significant than just getting likes and clicks and shit. Now, I'm not saying handle this in the, like, everybody gets a trophy generation way of doing things of Kendrick graduating people just for doing what they're supposed to do, for not being a fucking idiot. Well, maybe kind of a little bit. I'm not saying encourage mediocrity or you tried your best or any of that shit, but if somebody actually does a good job or does something well or does something right, take the extra three seconds out of your day to acknowledge that they did something well, they did something right, and that that has been acknowledged. Just hearing you did something good really feels good. And maybe you haven't heard that in a while. Maybe you haven't gotten that in the real world where somebody tells you, hey, you know what? Good job. And I'm not saying that should offset anything else. I'm not saying you can be a shitty tipper because you told your waiter they did a good job refilling your water glass. I'm not saying that, you know, incompetence should be acknowledged or rewarded. If you see somebody doing some dumb shit, I still fully endorse the, uh, the idea of calling somebody out on their dumb shit. But on the other side of that coin, it doesn't hurt to tell somebody they did a good job when they did. Not if they didn't. I'm not saying acknowledge mediocrity. Like I said, if they did a shit job, they don't need to be told they're doing good. But if they did good, tell them they did good. Just, you know, like some little dopamine hits. Positive reinforcement on not being a fucktard. 
And I guess for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.